this is so great. She says, he's like, why? She's like, I got right with the Lord. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is the best breakup line ever. <laughs> oh, nothing kills my boner quicker. I right? Would be like, if Anna walked out of the bedroom right now and was like, honey, we can't get married. And I'd, I'd be like, what? Why? I love you. And she'd be like, I found Jesus. I'd be like, great. So this stuff is mine. And that <laughs> stuff is yours. Um, what am I doing? I'm installing Grinder on my phone. It's <laughs> because it's more direct. I just feel like I'm going to do Tinder eventually as well. But I, I want Grinder tonight. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because it's the only thing Netflix recommends anymore. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Angry. It made me angry to watch this movie. Is, yes. that, is that what you asked? <laughs> yes. No, yeah, by all means, jump ahead. I'm, I'm barely containing myself. But, of course, sitting 989 miles to my right is my bad friend Eli Bosnick, and Eli needs introduced, too. Eli, howest art thou? Oh, I art have a meatball inside me. <laughs> Verily. <laughs> Wonder where he put it. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. It's the verily. you got to add that, otherwise yeah. nobody knows who the fuck yeah, you're Shakespeare major, about. I got it. I nailed it. I crushed it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? All right, we watched A Matter of Faith. And Shakespeare it wasn't. It's the story of a a Christian girl who goes away to college only to find out that biology professors don't teach the Bible very much. But uh nobody cares what girls think, so really it's the story of her dad <laughs> and how he deals with his daughter coming face to face with an evolutionist. So yeah, imagine if you took all the best scenes from uh like God's Not Dead, Inherit the Wind, and... uh WrestleMania 31. Yeah. <laughs> this movie, this movie is what you'd have left over if you took away all those. Seats. I see. I gotcha. And Eli, how bad was this movie? This movie was so fantastic. This was the greatest thing that's ever. Here's what I have this frequently. I have this thought a lot, which is I think to myself, I should buy a plane ticket, go down to Valdosta, Georgia, and just watch. Noah and he watch these movies. See, there's three different viewpoints, and this is a little behind the scenes. I enjoy these movies. I sit there and I'm like, ah, oh, look at that guy, and I'm having a good time. But Noah and Heath, it just drags down on their minds that are filled with sart and science and astrology. My brain's not filled with anything. I've got four car tricks and all the porn I've watched. So I got plenty of room for a matter of faith. I got and a lot more nothingness time, than being, if I'm being honest. Sorry, go is, ahead. Because this is like, if you think to yourself, man, you could watch God's Not Dead and you can go, that's a stupid movie with stupid arguments, but the arguments are nebulous enough that you can sort of go, yeah, I mean, sure, if you don't understand philosophy or thinking or brains or anything i get how you can go but god's not dead it's not like rocks don't exist that's uh, right this this movie is god's not dead except it's about the physical universe where someone would just be like no man like literally please look at this rock no professor i'm not gonna look at that rock god now down here <laughs> That's probably what was written in the script right there. That was the treatment, the first treatment. And they're like, we're going to have to expand it out to 90. But yeah, I think this was going to work. Um, so, okay, can we start with the movie poster? Did anybody else see this? The, the, 
The Sistine Chapel monkey love picture. Oh, so amazing. <laughs> the ape hand and the human hand reaching together. That's like, how can this not be making fun of itself already? Yeah, this movie is, look, I've thought like, oh man, we should write a spoof Christian movie. But mm-hmm. this movie already did it. It's just like <laughs> it's a real, no it's like an amazing <laughs> Tim and Eric sketch. It's a 90 minute Tim and Eric sketch. <laughs> All right. So I, I mean, I don't know if this is the worst movie that we've ever it's definitely my least favorite movie yeah. we've ever watched. Yeah. It it is I would say it is the most joyous in ignorance. Yes. It's yeah. it's the most that's like mm, is it really like is that is that <laughs> like that's it's the most it's the most proud to be stupid. It's uh. it's wearing a make America great again hat. Yeah. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely the uh, uh, Dunning Krugerist movie we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, right, far. right. I, well, and it's it's also the most depressing because okay, like I think about this a lot. Like, what if I had to sit with the audience that enjoyed this movie? This is the audience I would least. Well, I don't know. I, maybe the Footman. If, <laughs> but I mean, but the people who enjoyed if Footman Tire, you were like probably like us mostly. Sure. You know, the people who enjoyed this movie, except for people with Eli or like Eli, who had that weird genetic thing going on where they enjoy shit like this. Those people are the scariest fucking people you could share a room with, I think. Yeah, because the other thing about this movie that's crazy and we'll get into it when we get into the actual breakdown. But like, it's not just like they don't understand science. There are parts of this movie where the movie's narrative changes and we have seen it and it's not true. Like, the dad comes in, very clearly challenges the professor. The professor's like, well, why don't we have a discussion about it? That sounds like a really great topic for debate. And then the next scene, he's like, he cornered me. He held me by my throat and wouldn't let me not debate it. It's like, no, man, you went into his office, told him to stop teaching biology. And he was like, would you like to talk about this? And you were like, yes, I would. Thanks a bunch. (laughs) Yeah, this movie is lying about itself at a certain point. Yeah. Fucking bizarre. Well, I, I, quick before one of us evolves into a bottlenose dolphin, I guess we can pause for a quick break. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll break down all the fallacious arguments and spectacularly off-the-mark straw men that are a matter of faith. With God's Not Dead, War Room, and A Matter of Faith simply raking it in at the box office, we couldn't help ourselves, so we decided to hack into the PureFlix mainframe and find out what future titles they have in store for us. Now, we don't want to spoil the entire movie for you, so we pulled some of our favorite selections from future Christian debate movies. First up, Son of Sons. Professor, what's it going to take for you to admit that the sun revolves around the earth and not the lie you're telling your students? Uh, well... If you look through this telescope that I have and get down off your desk... The lie of the telescope again! Coming in 2018, we have Flood of Faith. You know damn well the flood is provable by science and you're just trying to keep the truth down. What are you trying to hide? We are standing next to a tree that is 2,000 years older than you claim the Earth to be. It's just... It's it's right there. The tree's right there. Sorry, Professor, but I'm afraid it's going to take more than a tree to outgrow my faith. And finally, bigger than faith. Literally, look, this is a mustard seed, and this is a fennel seed. Which of them is larger? Just Just look with your eyes. Which is bigger? I'm sorry, Professor. I forgot my glasses. I hate you. 
And we're back for the breakdown. And I have to say that my first note was a familiar one uh, when watching the credits for Christian movies. Why do they all use the same font as my notes? Yes. <laughs> Time New Roman seems to be the Christian movie standard. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, can we get a nice font like the one they have in other movies? Yeah, those cost about, you know, six, $7,000. Times New Roman is fine. Yeah, Time no, we'll go. You have, like, a comic sans? No. <laughs> No? Okay. So we start this movie out watching a, I guess it's supposed to be a dad and daughter moment, but we don't know that that man is that little girl's father. And the first thing we see him do is lead her into a covered bridge. So the very first thought you have in this movie is, oh, no, little girl, don't go in there. (laughs) Going, I wrote in my notes, going into the barn to get murder raped. No, it's a bridge thing. Still going to get murder raped. (laughs) You know, easier exit. Also, there's only one song in this entire fucking movie, so my music note for this scene and what is going to be 90% of the other scenes is, James Harriet is looking out over the Yorkshire Dales. (laughs) Get used to it, because that same song comes back over and over and over again. Yes, yes it does. And, And now we get to what is apparently a pivotal moment in the lives of many people. Um, this don't ruin it though. Don't ruin it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler. Um, so they, they happen upon a little pond where a little boy is skipping rocks and the little girl wants to skip rocks too. So she hurls them straight up in the air. Okay. No <laughs> fucking idea. By the way, though, I mean, yeah, the, the kid wasn't throwing the rocks correctly for skipping either, but he actually did throw them correctly like if he was holding a baseball which is like possibly the first actor we've ever seen correctly perform an act of sporting in any of these movies it's gonna be the last time we see it in this movie that is for sure for certain yeah but then so they're skipping rocks together and then the girl comes upon a half dollar Mm -hmm. and the little boy goes up to her grabs her wrist opens her hand takes the half dollar and then walks away and she's fuming (laughs) mad and she's mad and yeah. the both parents are just sitting there. Now, we're going to later learn that the parents both react in their own way. But at this point in the movie, both parents watch that happen and are just like, all right, let's go get some ice cream. Like, there's yeah, no. Should have danced back. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck knows? So then we cut to eight years later, and it's time for the little girl to go off to college. Uh, yeah. So dad's giving a speech at Rachel's going off to college party. And dad... So we got to spend a minute on dad. Oh, yes. Dad looks like he got too old for softcore porn. Right, right. The whole time I'm looking at him, I'm like, shouldn't you be undermining RoboCop? Yeah. Dad looks like someone came inside a Planet Fitness tanning booth, and this is what it gave birth to. He looks like Superman's absentee father. He looks like the guy who raped Ben Affleck into existence. Yes. Yes. Looks looks like Pablo Escobar's lawyer in every cocaine movie. So he's given this speech about how his little girl is going off to uh to college and he, he's like you promise you won't get married until you're 45 and everybody cracks up laughing cuz he owns her of course People so are, he decision. is crushing it is night at the goddamn <laughs> Apollo and, he, and he's getting laughs where it doesn't make any sense he's like well I've been waiting for her to go to college for a while and everyone in the room is like ah, ha, ha! oh god stop I'm going to die <laughs> Seriously, don't become a lesbian, though. But this movie may have the worst, like, forced crowd laughter of any movie. Th- that, that's going to come back again and again in this film. Oh, yeah. The goobble gobble, goobble gobble from Freaks is less disconcerting <laughs> than the laughter <laughs> of this going away party. 
That's all right. You just got a little person and a bird man doing a little goobble gobble together. At least they're not the laughter from a matter of faith. <laughs> can we, before we, can we talk about, uh, Rachel, the daughter and mom also? Uh, Rachel, but Rachel gets told she looks like Anna Paquin right around last call at the bar. Very <laughs> clearly. Definitely. And she looks like she still has all her baby teeth. So I, like they got pushed in a little, but they're all still there. Rachel, Weird. she looks like Andy McDowell's failed clone. <laughs> like the one that you find that goes, kill me, kill me. Yeah, but instead right. they're like, no, no, we're putting you in a matter of faith. Come on. <laughs> Mom, on the other hand, looks like a Hasidic Jew got raped by a bird. That's <laughs> what I got for you. Hasidic raptor. Yeah, she certainly had that going on. I thought she kind of looked like Jay Leno went to Ann Taylor Locke. <laughs> She's also wearing a scarf in every single scene, including this first one with the packing that we're about to move into. And mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes, I think she's wearing that scarf because she's the lady from the scary story and her head will fall off. But her right. husband doesn't care enough to ask her to take off the scarf. So this is the happy ending to that scary story. <laughs> You don't want to know what happens when I take up. Nope, I'm fine. You're just a fuck puppet to me. (laughs) Give me sons. Also, I just want to point out that it doesn't get much better, but the gaps between these people's lines are so huge you could fuck them. (laughs) I'm going to miss you. Four, five. I'm going to miss you. What happened? (laughs) Where was the every, was everyone on radio delay? Dude, I sh- I swear that that is like the first of like eleven times that I wrote in my notes. Like, man, they were stretching to try to get feature length. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like the director would say "go" before every new line, right. and they said, "All right, now you go." Okay, and Dad puts fifty dollars in her Bible. Which honestly, you're going off to college, and he puts fifty bucks in your Bible. Fifty, and that's like an eighth of good shit, Dad. Come yeah, on, exactly. Come <laughs> it's on. not going to last. It's like long. a minute of tuition. Right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> now it's time to arrive at college, uh, where she meets her roommate. And I wrote, "Man, I wish I was watching first time lesbian porn." Yeah, uh, I was. I was at the time. <laughs> so I didn't wish. I Took just... a pause, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, this roommate is gorgeous. She looks, she, she gets told she looks like Kate Beckinsale at last call. Yeah. Or, or maybe you. a couple hours before last call. She gets honest Kate Beckinsale comments. Yeah. 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 And I, I want to point out just little behind the scenes. All three of us have lesbian porn in our notes. Hopeful yeah, lesbian porn <laughs> notes. All three of notice. us have like lesbian porn. <laughs> yeah. No lesbian porn. <laughs> Order a pizza. Order a pizza and have no money for the delivery girl. Please <laughs> do it now. They're going to do it? No, they don't do it. But she's never been with a guy before. Maybe you could teach her. Yeah. <laughs> and as if that's not depressing enough, uh, this is also where we meet Harry Anderson for the first time. And he looks as depressed to be in this movie as I am to see him in this movie. Yes. Uh. And again, simultaneously in all of our notes, we have some variation of, Harry, why? <laughs> why, Harry? Right. You invented needle through the arm. Come on, Harry. You did better than this. Oh, my God. You should have invested in Apple. <laughs> that cheers money. So it was, they, they wouldn't even let him have the hat, man. That was so fucked up. So, so he's the biology professor. And obviously, He's going to be a pivotal character in this movie. And for like the whatever 8 a.m. biology class, he seems pretty goddamn good. I had like a 7 a.m. biology class or whatever, and I would have killed for this guy. He brings out a rubber fucking chicken on day one. Yeah, he's wonderful. He's funny. And he's supposed to be the bad guy in this movie. (laughs) They did a terrible job of making him the bad guy in this movie because the first thing he is is funny, interesting 
and clear. Right. right. Very, very clear. He also right. says you just get a C for showing up. Yeah, That's... which is awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds atheist. <laughs> He's supposed to be the bad guy. He's supposed to be like, and it's going to be my way or the highway. Cre- I've never thought I would say this, but credit to Kevin Sorbo. At least Kevin Sorbo's character wasn't likable. <laughs> right. He wasn't like, guys, welcome to philosophy where we're going to explore the human experience. Who wants some candy? <laughs> <laughs> it's from Fidel Castro. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm across, I'm across, <laughs> it's the wrong over. movie. Wrong movie. It's, uh, it all care. It all bleeds together at a certain point. Um, so now we cut to my favorite scene in the movie for a lot of reasons, but mostly because of the painful white people dancing. This <laughs> is amazing. So her roommate convinces her to go to a party. Right. The only thing Rachel, the main character of this movie, I'm going to save you 90 minutes. The only thing Rachel in this movie ever does is study. Everyone right. walks up to her and goes, Rachel, what are you doing? And she goes, studying again. She appears to only have one class, but that's all she ever does is she's studying because she's overworked. That's the only character thing they had for her in the entire script. Mm-hmm. And her roommate's like, no, we're going to a party. And the party turns out to be on a porch. I guess. And the first, the first shot we get of it <laughs> is white people dancing and they're literally doing the like, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm doing it with my body, but it's a podcast. It's, I, I would pay so much to see you doing that with your I body. Have, I can't. It should be a Patreon goal. Holy shit. I can't explain it. My arms are moving up and down. Opposite At directions. Different of rhythms. If you want to see Eli, go on chat roulette. He'll do a whole show for you. Guys, do not he'll look swing me up it on left, chat roulette. Swing that it is right. on you. If you end up with me on chat roulette, that is on <laughs> you. So, okay, so, like, I just want to let the audience know, because this is not a movie I would recommend watching a lot. Like, last week, you should have watched along with us. It was fun. It was 54 minutes. It was just incredibly stupid. This movie you shouldn't watch, but you can just go straight to 6 minutes and 40 seconds to see the most painful white people dancing that you will ever fucking see. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, yeah. And then, because the movie was too realistic, the popular boy, Jason, comes to hit on her. And the popular boy, Jason, in this movie, looks like a men's rights activist Halloween costume. (laughs) (laughs) You, You know what he looks like? He looks like... He look, every time I looked at that character, I was like, where's his yarmulke? He should be wearing a yarmulke. He is the physical embodiment of snot. From American Dad. That's what he is. He's just the live action version oh, shit. of Snot. God damn it. You should watch Beyond Six Minutes and 40 Seconds to see how definitely Eli nailed that analogy. Holy shit. I thought he, he kind of looked like, uh, like James Spader before the evil spell got cast also. Like still pretty evil looking, but much less. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there younger. you go. I also, the, 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 this is where she lists off the classes she has in college. And this is, I just wanted to point this out because it's so stupid. It's like Ben Affleck and Goodwill Hunting. He's like, oh, she's like, oh, I'm taking history and, and, and math and, and recess and biology. <laughs> and I'm sorry, algebra yeah. was one of them. She's taking algebra at college, not linear algebra, just, <laughs> just, just, al- just pluses and minuses mostly, <laughs> you know, math, numerical shit. <laughs> college. Um, but I love the way that he hits on her, um, which is apparently impersonating her biology professor. Yeah, he's memorized Marcus Kamen's entire welcome speech. And he's like, (laughs) you mean the one where he's like, welcome, welcome, welcome. And it's like, why did you, did you 
memorize that professor's speech? <laughs> yeah, do you not memorize I'm just, all of the opening? <laughs> Am I getting some pussy or what? What's <laughs> this crushes at this college. <laughs> and believe it or not, we're still in the sane part of this movie. Um, so, and, and then, again, stupid, useless scene. They show the, the girls waking up and the one girl brought the other one juice. And the only reason I point that out is because it offers up a two girls, one cup joke, which I <laughs> yeah. would have probably rather have been watching at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, I was like, if they're not going to have a fucking pillow fight, then fuck this. I'm going to watch more porn on my phone. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> how, that's crazy. They're not having a morning uh, pillow but fight. But we do get a cutover in this moment to her dad, and we get, I mean, obviously, no one who made this movie went to college, or they wouldn't think the things they think, mm-hmm. but the dad is taking a phone call so that we can establish she's at college, and he's like, yeah, no, she's doing really well. She's at the college. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to be a pharmacist. And it's like, the college? Just college. Yeah. Well, just, and, and of course, <laughs> algebra <this> is, university. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where he's like, well, you know, we wanted her to go to a good Christian school, but she wanted to be a pharmacist. So, you know, that's a real thing. Christian school won't. <laughs> Won't you know, get you real professionals. Bob Jones can't teach you anything. No. So. learning so, to work with bleach and all this good right. stuff. <laughs> but don't worry. Dad's sure that she'll find a really good church over there at college. Uh, and then we cut back to Harry Anderson's class where we're all really hoping he's going to do something villainous, but fuck he's not. No. <laughs> In fact, he's going to give a really, really fantastic metaphor for chicken and egg. To begin to explain evolution. Yeah. He explains it really well. So he basically brings out a rubber chicken and an egg, and that gets a laugh because he's charming and lovely. (laughs) And he says, which came first, the chicken or the egg? And everyone's like, I don't know. And then he goes on to explain that, you know, life comes from life and the the egg comes first. Yeah, predates chickens by about 290 million years, if you're curious. Yeah, Yeah, and and Rachel feels... Persecuted by this, yes. very clearly. She's blown She's, away. Is this what black people feel like? This must be tough. <laughs> she is blown away by the fact that eggs came before chickens. It's like she's just been told the simulated universe theory for the first time. She's like staring at her hands, counting her fingers. <laughs> well, urine running down her jeans pant leg. There's even sad evolution music playing in the background. <laughs> Though, like when he's like, because of evolution and the sad violins come up. <laughs> God, fuck off. Right, and she turns to her friend and she's like, what did you think about what the professor said? And she's like, I don't know. I mean, he's a biology teacher, so he probably knows his shit, right? <laughs> she's like, I mean, my dad just wouldn't agree with it. And she's like, what's your dad do? Not science. <laughs> 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 I should probably consider that, that, but I'm not going to roll No, it, no. at no, no. point. <laughs> at no point, including, okay, spoiler alert, and I just want to point, I'm not, I don't want, when we get to the debate at the end of the movie, <laughs> we know this dad has so little expertise that he's introduced at the debate as, and this guy has a daughter. Pretty much. <laughs> We've got a biology professor and someone who fucked a lady. <laughs> so, as we go through this movie, just remember, it's not like the dad's also a scientist. No. He's just a guy. He's just some dude. They don't even give him a profession. Um, and speaking of useless, stupid shit, which is, I mean, just like this movie in general, um, this is where we meet Shane the Archiver, who we will never need to have met. 
Yeah, I, I just wrote three characters have a scene. They probably have a connection to the plot. I guess we'll find out. Really. Do they have names? But Shane is one. Ah, yeah. 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 So uh, uh, Shane has to archive all the old college newspapers. That's not important, but we're going to spend a lot of time not, not with it. But everyone in the scene looks like a fucking ectomorph. Everyone looks like the first <laughs> try at humanity. Like God was like, no, no, no. Crumple that one up and throw it in the garbage. That's <laughs> It's no good. It needs one forehead, Brian, for the last time. One forehead. Shane has definitely told riddles on a bridge before. Yeah, yes. absolutely. With hair on his palms, yeah. <laughs> and then we cut, of course, to the uh, Jason, that's snot, yes. and his buddy's talking, and Jason, who looks like puberty got set into a mirror three times, is going to break up with this fairly hot girl because... She didn't instantly fuck him? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh. Yeah. So he's broken up with her because they were supposed to watch TV in his room, but she would only watch TV in the lounge because she's a good Christian girl. Uh, yeah, and again, this is where we get the first, um, cannot throw an object at oh, all. We're back uh, to Christian uh, actors, but like, <laughs> also, they're wearing flag football gear at yeah! this point, but they have no idea what that is. They do <laughs> not know why they're wearing these flag, one kid's wearing the flag like a tie around his neck, no idea what's happening. Yeah. And also, obviously, the script was supposed to have, like, some football here. But yeah. that was, like, and the actors were like, ha, no, no. We we can stand with a football in the shot at the absolute most. We do not do <laughs> That's stunts. That's asking an yeah. awful yeah. lot, guys. Everyone in this movie throws the way I do, just all from the shoulder. You're just pushing straight outwards <laughs> like you're sending a Kamehameha <laughs> at Goku. <laughs> <laughs> you take the football now. <laughs> Oh, my arm hurts. Yeah, it's because you fell on the ground after you threw it. That's how hard I was throwing. <laughs> it's because I tried so hard. <laughs> like throwing an arm full of sand. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So like Tim Tebow now. And, and, and then we get... I want to point out, before we do this scene, I want to point out that this is still the sane part of the movie because then we get the egg scene. Oh, yes. Wow. Okay, now, for some clarity, and it's not great, but here's some clarity. Harry Anderson wrote a book of pranks and bar bets, and this is one of them. Oh, right. So it's very clear. So some background on this. Harry Anderson uh, went crazy a few years ago. So I'm a magician. I know the magic community. And when we decided to do this movie, I was like, Harry, not Harry. So I called around, and I was like, what's going on with Harry? What's going on with Harry? And I found out. A few years ago, apparently, allegedly, Harry met a Christian lady and she converted him over to Christianity and he's super into Jesus now and he's completely uh, severed ties with all magicians and hasn't talked to anybody since he married this Christian woman because, like, she thought that part of his – because he was an atheist before – part of his atheism was that he hung around magicians? Oh, it's James Randi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, guilt by association. Exactly. Guilt by association. So uh, the so reason for this egg wonderful. scene, which doesn't make any sense, but I feel like I should clarify, is he wrote a bar bet book back in the day. This is one of them in there. So at some point, someone was like, Harry, you're hilarious. You once performed for humans that didn't think a guy walked on water. What would be a really funny thing to do here? And since Harry hasn't been funny since the 60s, he was like, have her break some eggs on someone. And that's what we get. 
So, and, and the way this scene starts is so fucking weird. Okay, so we see uh, what, Rachel and her roommate and Jason, and they're all sitting at the, the, the commissary or whatever together, and they're go and they're trying to talk her into doing something, and we don't know what it is, but from the way they're talking, it's clearly like showing somebody her tits or... Fucking him. I thought it was going to go fuck him. Right, I, I, right. My notes are, are they paying her to fuck that guy? Would have made sense. I thought she was going to like put her face into his soup and blow like George Costanza <laughs> with the money. Would have been better. Um, but no, it's a trick about I'm going to break three eggs on your head for a hundred bucks, but then you only break two and you keep your hundred bucks and get right. the fuck beat out of you by that, whoever that, you did that. doesn't that. work. Yeah. That's not a trick. No, you, uh, you would still owe him $66.67. and <laughs> that, just, uh, That's just exactly. fair. Right. So, but I, I guess we're supposed to be saying like, oh, college, this is so secular of them or something like that. Because right. Jason hands, when Jason handed her the eggs, I was like, oh, she's supposed to put those inside her and like make it across the lunchroom without them breaking, right? Like, I've, <laughs> I know this game. I've won this game several times. <laughs> Seriously, man, you have eight eggs inside you. It's roomy in there. <laughs> I could solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> the hamster's holding them in. Um, yeah, yeah, right. But no, instead it's the stupid egg breaky thing. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so she breaks these eggs overhead and my favorite part of this is the, the background voiceovers for Tyler's like peanut gallery or friends when this is happening. It's supposed to be like two other guys at the table with him, but we hear like, 200 people reacting to a rap battle in the back. You're like, you better get that hundo dollar. She's going to make you look like a bitch. You better do it. Crazy. And my favorite part, the last, somebody goes, scrambled, son. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part last is year. when he hands, she hands the friend the money to prove that she's going to give him the hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's real money, man. It's like, oh, you thought she had a counterfeit $100 bill? <laughs> now, sorry, man. Now that I'm touching this, this is clearly Monopoly money. He holds you know, up yeah. like a jeweler's lens. <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. He's doing the ink test on it. Do you always carry one of those pens? And yep. now I'm glad I do. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would come in handy eventually. And the archiving characters who still don't make any sense come back and do their exact same scene again. <laughs> right. Hey, guys, we need you to archive these newspapers. Why are we doing it? I don't fucking know. We need 90 minutes. All right, bye. That's it. I swear this movie, like, getting to 90 minutes was like a bad student trying to reach the page count. Right. You know, like, there are many things to say about a matter of faith. A matter of faith is a film. Yeah, right, right, exactly. It's like Trump Trump and the word win. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, I can tell you how I'll fix the health insurance. I'm going to fix the health insurance because the health insurance is broken. I'm going to fix it. Rubio's got a tiny dick. Bring him out. Bring it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be his first executive order. Okay, now I now I want to now I want him to be the president just because of that. So <laughs> at, at any rate, that now we um we we cut to the library, which is where fucking Rachel exists exclusively. Apparently, yeah, she doesn't eat or sleep. She just sits in the library <laughs> studying super hard for the classes she'll never take. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now Tyler, the kid who's who's had she broke the eggs over. Shows up and and we think that he's coming up to beat the shit out of her, but it it turns out it's to uh to flirt to flirt and this is small talk at a rape trial awkward. Oh my <laughs> god! Standing outside a courtroom. So how have you been raped? Raped? Right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, allegedly, alleged. We are not in there Me yet. Too. Am I, I right? Mean, I mean, no, just you, just you. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Like Tyler comes up and says, I was wondering if you knew where I could get some eggs, you know, for breakfast. Remember? Because I'm the egg guy. Yeah. And then literally he goes, we should go to the debate tonight. And she's like, where's the debate? And he's like, there's a poster by the copier. And she's like, there's a poster by the copier? And he's like, yes, right by the copier. And I'm like, we have been talking about where the poster is for three minutes. I will kill myself and send you people a video. <laughs> that's, that's literally true. Again, trying their damnedest to get to feature length there. He's like, no, no. He's seriously, he's like, no, if you go around the corner... Right by the copier over here. There's a bulletin board, and the poster is on that. Well, That's there's two copiers. Which line. copier is it by? Oh, it's the one on the left. Which my left or your left? Because we're facing opposite. It'll say you are here, and then just trace to the left from that. You should draw me a map. I'll make us some grid paper. <laughs> <laughs> For that, we'll need Evan, who will meet soon enough. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess he pulls the old uh, "you cracked eggs on my head" card to get a date. To go to the debate. It works every this, time. This is a stalker. This is a long con premeditated stalking thing going on. There are lifetime movies about this. This guy is yes. terrifying. <laughs> right. We should, we should get this out of the way clear quickly because it's confusing. And on my second viewing, I got it, but on my first viewing, I didn't. The only reason Tyler is asking her out is he's going to fuck her as revenge for cracking eggs over his head. Actually, I, I, think... I thought I thought it was because he set it up. Yeah, like he, yeah. He got his buddy to trick her into thinking she was tricking him. But so really he, he was setting up her? so he, so he yes. could play the egg card later. Oh. Yeah, long con, long con. So terrifying. I don't get it. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really that this fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, and keep in mind that this is a completely unnecessary plot element to the movie that is that fucking confusing that you can watch it twice and still go, okay, wait, what was what was Tyler's it's deal? It's like the inception of Christian movies. It's <laughs> yeah, very exactly. hard to follow. And we're spo it's supposed to be like a 10 things I hate about you moment. Like, we're supposed to go, oh my gosh, he just wanted to date her the whole... Like, what? <laughs> that doesn't... Ah! <laughs> oh, now I'm more upset. So then we um we get to, to the debate that they went to. Now this isn't the debate. This is just a debate. Apparently they're debating math. Yeah, I'm sorry, you... but formal debates aren't done with math. Not generally. For no. a reason. That's you wouldn't go. But you can't like you can't have like British Parliament going crazy over like somebody's integration <laughs> algorithm. No. Right. But I do like to point out that they the reason I think that this scene exists is so that this movie could shit on debates because it's I think it's very clearly supposed to be like shitting on Intelligence Square because that's what convinces people that there is no God. So they created this scene just to be like, I mean, debates are really stupid and boring if the creationists aren't allowed. Am I right? <laughs> Nobody shows up to them unless... You're allowed to talk about whether or not a boat could survive a flood that drowned the world. <laughs> well, and I got to say, honestly, I love your theory because then this scene makes some kind of fucking sense. Mm -hmm. uh, so they they finish their debate and he's like, you owe me a date. And she's like, oh, I can't. I've got to go home. And he's like, you owe me a date. She's like, <laughs> okay. Here comes that Lifetime movie. Yeah. And then we get Rachel going back. I think it was back. called You Owe Me a Date. Yeah, that was the name of it. <laughs> And then we get Rachel going back home for a visit. Um, and she, she, her dad comes into the room like, Hey, how you liking college? And she's like, it's great. Professor Kamen is awesome, which is the 11th time someone has talked about how awesome Professor Kamen is uh, at, at this point in the movie. We're yeah. like 20 <laughs> minutes in. 
it's not only is that terrible, but he comes in and she's talking about Tyler and he's yeah. like, so who's this Tyler? Is he bigger than me? Is he bigger than me? <laughs> Have you seen it? I'm... Have you seen it hard? Have you seen it soft? Because like, I can get harder. I can get harder. The last time doesn't count. Shit. <laughs> Uh, that was not the subcontext of this scene. It um, you watch this movie. You tell me it's not the subcontext of this scene. At no illusions. <laughs> At no illusions. The Twitter revenge card comes out again. And, of course, he's – he's it, so he's like, have you found a good church? And then mom's yelling from below, we're going to be late for church. And then somebody says, will you grab my Bible? It's just church, church, Bible, Jesus, church. And, I, and I'm convinced that the whole reason all of that's in there is because so far it just seems kind of like a regular bad movie. Yeah. So it feels like they're yelling – they're just saying to the audience, don't worry, guys. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Right. Yeah, it's like when you buy a CD that's music for dogs. They have like a weird high-pitched noise every other song. So the dog pays attention again. That's, That's right. the Christian movie version of this. <laughs> no, don't worry, Grandma. Look, the Bible. The Bible. Right. <laughs> also, he looks in her Bible when she leaves the room and she hasn't opened her Bible because, you know, she's been at college learning real shit. Yeah, and he right. takes the money back. <laughs> what a dick. Also, by the way, how many times have we watched a movie where the mom dumps coffee into the sink for no reason? <laughs> this is like the 18th time out of 30 movies we've done that that's I'm happened. I'm starting to think it's an Illuminati code. Right. <laughs> she dumped the coffee. Go, agent. Go. <laughs> and speaking of the mom... I, like, could she look more Jewish? I mean, they even made her Auschwitz skinny for this yeah, fucking it's, movie. It's not good. Like I wrote my notes. Skeletor horse. likes that her daughter's happy, but dad is sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, Skeletor had muscles. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so, and then this is where the movie completely loses his shit because this is when dad goes to the Googles to find out about this professor Cayman. Uh, and, and learned that, dun, 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 the guy's an evolutionist. Evolutionist. That's, that's actually a line. He says, this guy's an evolutionist. I heard rapist. Did he say evolutionist? <laughs> it sounded like he said rapist. Yeah. By the way, my music note here is Jason Bourne is about to find out who's really running the operation, but Paul Greengrass pissed off the soundtrack guy, so he's not really even trying anymore. <laughs> We're so going for tones. Jason Bourne. Fuck you. All right. Yeah, sorry. right, right. Dave was in charge. And I, I do want to say, too, on this this whole evolutionist line, this is the first time the movie, uh, first of many times, this movie really pissed me off. Okay. There aren't evolutionists. There aren't Darwinists. <laughs> no, right. the, the, you fuckwads. That's not how it works in science. We don't have gravityists. That's just how shit is. You have scientists. You have rationalists. But you don't have evolutionists. He's a hardcore heliocentric. Ist. Yeah, right. What the fuck are you even talking about? He's a bi that biology professor's in evolution. That biology professor knows about biology? Is that what you're fucking saying? Oh my god, and the guy's the the dad is just like freaking out. He's talking to his preacher, to he's his going pastor, like yeah. Yeah, there there's nothing in the court. This is an actual line. I went back and wrote this goddamn line down verbatim. He says, There's nothing in the course description about biblical creation as even a plausible alternative. Well a fucking course there isn't. <laughs> no, Gee, I wonder not. why. <laughs> Right. There's yeah. nothing about whether or not the Earth rests on the back of a turtle. Right. I mean, nothing. <laughs> just the say that anywhere. Yeah. Just quick question: <laughs> are, are are pastors teaching evolution as an alternative when they talk about the Book of Genesis? Right. Church? Like to be balanced? <laughs> do they do that? 
so uh, now that we've read from Matthew, I just wanted to point out that the other side of this issue is uh, that was all bullshit. <laughs> Total bullshit. Everybody pull out the origin of species, and we'll start reading from there. According to Dawkins, yeah, right. No, they don't do that at all. And I, the preacher has one of the greatest lines in the history of Christian movies right now. Oh, yeah. he's, he's going like, you know, well, yes, all the people who know things seem to agree with him about evolution. And I thought we were going to go to, so maybe they're compatible. But instead, he says, and we've all got this written on our notes as well. <laughs> The attack on Genesis is a real battleground. Yeah! <laughs> I guess that's Where's the next that? war. I'm make a billionaire movie, but it's a sci-fi, and it's the attack on Genesis, where it's just atheists storming the walls of Genesis, the last religious capital in the universal empire. Oh, also, I thought um, we were just going to be going after, like, you know, we were just going to be breaking into hotels and taking the giddy and ripping Genesis Oh, I, th- I thought it was going to be, like, liquid metal guy going back and killing God at the beginning so it <laughs> ever happen give me your clothes <laughs> I like Heath's way better that's our that's gonna be our billion dollar Patreon uh, goal right there Flowing slash got off so so then this is also where dad and of course this is, is pivotal to the, <laughs> to the, to the message yeah, yeah right hasta la vista God oh and then Jesus when he kills Jesus <laughs> Jesus can look at him and he can go I'll be back ah <laughs> Get all the brackets going. God damn it. I wish we were watching that instead of this fucking movie. So this is also where dad decides that he's going to go to the college and straighten that evolutionist out himself. Yeah. Again, remember this for later in the movie. Dad decides he is going to go to the professor and straighten the professor out. To his office, to the professor's office where he works. Yes. But, But before we do that. We've got to remember that this movie doesn't actually know anything about evolution. <laughs> oh, <'cause>, God. Because <laughs> Harry Anderson is about to do a real bad job of talking oh, about evolution. It's, it's so <laughs> awful. So the, the, the dialogue that he has with a student is basically this. He's like, so, Tommy, you're a good runner, right? And Tommy's like, yeah. And he's like, how fast do you run? And he's like, three. And he's like, oh, three's pretty good. But do you know that... <laughs> 500 years ago, three would have been the world record. That's because we evolved. No, we, no, it's not. Into fast. <laughs> what is that thing? That's the way where if you like cut off an animal's arm, its baby will be born without an arm. Yeah, That's right. That right. Theory. It's not evolution. No, no. Look, the, that's diet and exercise routines and shit like that. And, and just teaching people from when they're fucking younger and knowing more about it. That's not how evolution works. You don't, we didn't evolve over the last 62 Since years. Since 1904 yeah. in the Olympics, the example he gives. Yeah. In, in 1932, we grew a second arm. And it <laughs> made us so much then more in aerodynamic. In 1985, everyone got gills for a year. They went away. Nobody used them. But they were amazing. 1985. I wrote in my notes, okay, professor, I'm going to give you a note here. I think you want to start with, how about, isn't it interesting that you don't have fins? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a little bit better. But yeah, and again, this is going to be a running theme in this movie. These people have not the blindest fucking clue what evolution (laughs) is or what that word means or what questions that fucking theory solves or anything. This is like I ate three pot brownies and you made me describe evolution. I'd be like, oh, well, okay. We used to be slow, but now we're fast. Man, it is real hot in here. Can we all take our shirts off? I don't want to be the only one. (laughs) 
that's the level of dialogue and knowledge we have about evolution in this movie. Uh, but but yeah. it was more like you had to explain the, the fucking laws of thermodynamics. I mean, because I think you <laughs> right. could still do better and get closer. Because you, you would at least be like, oh, there's monkeys once. Fish monkey people. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been closer than what he got. Yeah. 1940s Germany, black people. No, that's it. <laughs> Black people are at the top until we get new ones. <laughs> are there new black people yet? <laughs> I feel like new black people are like, I don't know, they're like dark black. You know, like the guys who try and sell you those bus tickets in Times Square. Oh are them next? <laughs> guys, I need some orange juice. <laughs> we also get a, a uh, another shot, uh, I would say the Oscar shot of this movie, right. of Rachel looking uncomfortable and oppressed during class again. It's like 12 minutes of her looking like she just had a vasectomy. Right. <laughs> He's teaching evolution at her, yeah, right. whether um, she likes right it or not. Face. But this is when Evan swoops in for the first time. And we haven't really talked about this because Evan's just been in the archiving scene so far. But Evan has a soul patch so huge it covers his entire face. Evan looks like if he's not playing the clarinet at all times, he should be killed. He should be in some kind of weird, hellish universe where he can only breathe when he breathes through a clarinet. But he swoops in because Rachel's so upset by the not evolution she's just been taught. And he's like, Rachel... What do you think about what the professor said? And she's like, it's so confusing. And he's like, don't worry, Rachel. He's not right. <laughs> no, no, he's... About what? He's, he's definitely right. About, about the, Well, bi- no, he's biology. definitely not right about the 1904 <laughs> shit. About biology. That's not true. Biology's false. And the 1904 <laughs> thing. Guess. I'm sorry. Who are you? Oh, I'm the newspaper archiving guy. I'm going to... Uh, I was in two scenes already. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I'm clearly important. Uh, I've been clearly established. <laughs> And then we've got to go back to Tyler and his buddies talking about whether or not he's going to fuck her. And then we get the visit from mom and dad. They came to see her at the college. Right. But only because dad really needed an excuse to go tell off that damned evolutionist. And here's the thing. If you were writing this movie and you wanted to make your main character empathetic, you have the professor, like, jerking off to rape porn in his office, and then he walks <laughs> in and, like, pulls up his pants, and he's like, what do you want, stupid religious person? Oh, you love your god, do you? I shit on your god! I shit on your god! But that's not at all what happens. No, 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 Harry is so nice. He couldn't be more conciliatory when the dad comes in and says, I hear you're telling my daughters we come from monkeys. That ain't my culture and heritage. You've been right. learning my kid about evolution, monkey boy. <laughs> whip out my faith on this table right now. Let's go. The first thing Professor came and says, he says, does your religion make you happy? And look, I got lots of issues with that. But he says, does your religion make you happy? And the guy's like, yes. And he's like, fine. Live and let live. Go have your religion. I'm going to be a science teacher. Have a yeah. good one. Yeah. And he's like, no, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> it's like the nicest way you could respond to somebody showing up at your biology professor office. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd be like, actually, I wrote an apology on the inside of my ass cheeks. Can you read it for me? <laughs> Look into the eye of Sauron. <laughs> kind of looks like Donald Trump puckering, doesn't it? <laughs> And this is also, of course, where Harry challenges Dad to the debate. Right. And the challenge – well, first of all, I want to point out a couple of things. First of all, 
I have never seen Noah change the font size in his notes before, but he has written in 87 size font. Biology professors really have to deal with this shit. And that's the thing. Look, okay, so I'm a big fan of great courses, and I listen to a lot of them. And in in the first course of almost everything I listen to, they have to apologize for God not existing. Right. right? Except for the linguistics <laughs> ones where they just have to apologize for Noam Chomsky existing. But like, but every science one or philosophy or whatever, they, they have to kind of start off going, okay, so um, I know you might think there's a God, and that's great. That's really Great, but we're just going to ignore the fact you think that for the next 24 lectures, okay? Okay? And that's honestly, like, every biology professor probably has his prepared crazy dad just came to bitch at me for fucking evolution being true speech at his fucking ready. He probably has a set of cards in his goddamn (laughs) fucking drawer right there in case he's drunk when it happens. (laughs) Such they have bullshit. it in the classical music appreciation course. I like, and in the classical music appreciation one, at the very beginning, he goes, "We're going to be talking about the church," and I just want to say the church <laughs> right. is fantastic, but we're going to be talking about some of the murdery, rapey stuff they did. So, just want to remind you, I just think that Pope guy's great. He says gays are people. How about that? Huh? People he touches deformed guys and everything. Where's his cookie? <laughs> Spotlight who? So, and also I want to point out, because this is going to happen about four or five times, Rachel shows up at the fucking, uh, at, at the biology professor's office and says, Dad, please don't embarrass me. Please don't do this. Please don't embarrass the whole fucking human race by coming in here with your dumbass religious bullshit. This is a college where smart lives. Right. Also, this is exactly what Professor Kamen says to him. He says, look, I think religion's fine, and if it makes you happy, but... These come from, quote, this is the exact quote. These come from real people conducting real experiments and deals with real evidence. Mm-hmm. That's a line what in the, mo- again, this is your movie. Don't have the other character say that. <laughs> have the character be like, I choose to believe evolution because it feels good because I get to rape this puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like, hey, man, if you want to be religious, that's fine. But I'm going to be over here studying things I can look at in a microscope. <laughs> right. No, instead he's like, oh, no, I'm, let's have this open dialogue about it. Let's get a debate going. But just one question. You do believe for real in creationism, right? You really – like, wink. Like, I know <laughs> at, – at this point, I was like, Harry Anderson is secretly Christian. I'm calling it right now. This is a whole <laughs> – tra- it's like a yeah. runaway jury trick. <laughs> no, nice. That would have been, been a fun twist, but this movie didn't do fun or twists. And again, in this movie, Dad shits his goddamn pants. Now, this movie makes the excuse like, oh, I don't know how to talk in public. He, that professor is one of them fancy Jew-tongued – speakers i don't know i'm just a simple man with the truth of god behind me i don't know uh, but so that's the excuse the movie gives but it's very clear when he goes do you want to talk about this when the dad's like i don't want i just want to feel i just thought i would get to yell at someone and then they would say sorry (laughs) this is why we wanted her to go to christian college (laughs) They let us hit her. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
Well, and then obviously, okay, so then, you know, he goes back to tell mom what happened, and mom's like, are you fucking stupid? And he's like, I had to. This man obviously has no respect for God. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, well, but he was just so goddamn nice to you just a minute ago. You are, like, you're misrepresenting the scene that just happened <laughs> in your own saw, fucking, we, we saw <laughs> this happen. Yeah. He says, he cornered me, and I'm like, no, he didn't. You cornered him. It was you, his office. Yeah, right. you walked into his office, and he was like, you want to have a conversation? And he was like, oh, <laughs> To right, I, I don't, I don't corner people. Don't corner me in my living room. And I, I just want to say, by the way, that the one thing I agree with about this movie is like all asshole dads that challenge biology professors should have to publicly debate them. That should be a fucking rule. Yeah, right. It should be on the door of every biology professor's fucking uh, office. It should say, by the way, if you're an asshole dad that wants to debate me, you have to do it publicly. <laughs> And he's freaking out about that. He's yelling at her like, we do not use words like endoplasmic reticulum in this house. This is a, I got, I'm debating this guy. Relax. And I, and I just want to say like, okay, when I was a kid, I was a little skinny, smart ass kid growing up. And when I was about 10 years old or whatever, I saw the karate kid. And for a whole summer, I thought I could crane technique the bullies because I washed cars. <laughs> and I just want that same thing to happen with this fucking movie. I want that to happen so bad. This movie is like God's Not Dead in that this movie could be called You Know Karate. Which right, is about a right. movie where a guy who just really thinks he knows karate goes and beats the world, just kicks the shit out of Royce Gracie because he believes in his heart he can do it. <laughs> Except it should end with someone being like, ow, let go of my arm, ow, yeah, ow, right. what the fuck was that? Stop <laughs> it. He grabbed me. He, you're not allowed to grab in karate. He just wouldn't get off. Um, <laughs> I'm going to poop at you. I'm going to poop at you. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever tried that in UFC. I, I don't know. If it's, I don't think that's banned. So, so now we now we get the interaction between Evan and the, and the daughter. <laughs> I knew we couldn't move on from poop jokes that quickly. I should have that as one of my like one of my four rules of doing podcasts with Eli. When the poop jokes come up, just wait it out. He's got another one. There's another one waiting. Let him happen. That is my rule for pooping. So I, I don't know why it wouldn't be the same. So yeah. So Evan uh, uh, finds squatty potty. <laughs> So Evan finds Rachel at the library uh, to, I guess, tell her, you know, good luck to your dad or whatever. I, I don't even know what the fuck right. that scene was doing there. Uh, so yeah, because Rachel's basically – he's like, so your dad's debating Professor Kamen and she's like, yeah, it's going to be crazy, super embarrassing for me. And he's like, I don't know. Don't you think it might be a great opportunity for people to hear the truth? And she's like, no. I think it's an opportunity for my dad to look like a total – fucking idiot and he's like right. okay <laughs> yeah well yeah how also does that. he believe the universe was created well and that's that yeah well okay so she calls dad to to ask him to to not do it and dad's an obstinate asshole and says not to but then he's talking to the, the fucking daughter and he's like well how does professor Kamen believe the universe does he teach you there was some big bang or something i'm like no because he's a biology, he's a professor. biology professor that's not related to biology <laughs> Please don't debate my professor. You're kind of stupid. You know, <laughs> you know how me and mom always joke about how you're 
stupid. It's it's not. You're actually a dumb person. You're not at all smart. <laughs> and the fact that I have to spell this out really proves my point. Um. So and then we get okay. So I guess this is the whole goddamn reason we had Shane archiving shit because as he's archiving things, he finds this news clip that exposes Cayman's ulterior motives. Apparently, Harry Anderson's uh, character got a biology teacher fired years ago for not teaching evolution yeah which as is like, he should which he totally should have of how did course. that conversation go uh hey you know there's a guy here not teaching biology right oh fuck really the black guy yeah no he teaches a, a made-up magic story oh we <laughs> should fire him do you want to teach biology i would love to teach biology <laughs> end of prequel <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but look i mean okay look I don't really probably have to spell this out to our audience, but imagine you actually need a biology degree to be, I don't know, a pharmacist or something, and they find out that the school that you went to didn't teach you about evolution. Like, how valid would your biology degree be? It would be fucking toilet paper. You could order a degree online for like 80 <laughs> bucks that would be worth more than that. Yeah, DeVry University could start handing out <laughs> pharmacy <Yes>. degrees. <laughs> So then we then we we uh, cut to dad studying up, and I love this scene because this is where he's apparently he went to a library to get a high school textbook about evolution. Yes, and he's like he's saying to the wife, he's like, "Listen to what this here book says from the school." Yeah, and the textbook says humans came from monkeys. There is no god. Like it is the it is the least text. I was like, oh, we wrote a textbook. Who knew? There's, there's no textbooks that say – science textbooks don't say there's nothing supernatural about blank. They don't say that anywhere in any science ever. That's because given. of That's... people like this dad. They should. Yeah, right, right. This is like we finished a bottle of Jameson and we were like, I'm going to write a textbook. I'm going to write a textbook right now. Three chapters on biplane and one chapter on the squatty potty. That would be better than uh, most of the textbooks I used in school. Texas. Yeah, hell's yeah. <laughs> so, and of course, the mom's like, they teach evolution in the high schools. How can they get away with that? And I'm like, because it's demonstrably fucking true. Uh, how can they get away with teaching that three plus three equals six? Those bastards. Right. What universe does this movie take place in that that this is like not known to them? Right. They're finding it out for the first time here. Yeah. I love that he had to get a high school textbook, too. She's in college. She's in a college biology class. And he's like, I got a, a high school textbook to check. <laughs> I got I got Charlie and the tortoise. <laughs> I, well, yeah, because as he might as well have, because as we'll learn in the debate, he never even learned the definition of the fucking word evolution. Right. So so now Evan calls dad up because apparently Evan is the newspaper or whatever or for the college. And he's got to interview both sides of the debate. This is the soul patch guy from earlier. And dad doesn't know, but he pulls the I know Rachel and Jesus card. Right. So. Yeah. And and Evan decides he wants to meet with Mr. Whitaker at like a secure location I, <laughs> in case they're being like bugged by the evolutionists. That's what I, I wrote. Does he think his phone is being tapped? Yeah, right. <laughs> they're acting exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. And is this, this a secure point, line? I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, at this point, I thought to myself, oh, fuck, Evan is going to be the Mr. Miyagi of this movie, isn't he? He's not. He's no. not. That's Clarence Gilliard. We'll will get be. to that. There will but be a Miyagi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But he, they, they choose to meet at the place with the bridge with the 50 cent piece. And he's like, it's funny you, uh, chose to meet me here. Uh, this is where I fucked my daughter. 
The first time. The first time. I fucked my daughter a bunch of places. Like a movie theater. At her, pr- at her prom. At her prom. It was about power. Um, but yeah, this is where a little boy stole a thing from her. And yeah. I used it to change her religion that she already was. Right. So, well, right, okay. So that's like his big story is, yes, this is a spot where my daughter got robbed and I didn't do anything because instead of going over to the other kid's parents and saying, Hey, your kid just like literally took money out of my daughter's hands. He made it a lesson about Jesus. Yeah. I'd love to cut back to that scene where he's going like, no, sorry, honey, but if he gives me 50 denominations of silver, you might have to get raped. Yeah. You're lucky there was only one 50 cent piece there. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote in my notes, we all owe Jesus 50 cents. Apparently that's the message of this fucking story. Then he says he hopes that science hasn't taken his little girl away. (laughs) Hope reality doesn't steal my little girl away from unicorn land. Right. Yeah. And oh, oh, and of course, this is Evan also tells him about Dr. Portland. This is the. Uh, the, the non-evolutionist biology teacher who that Harry got Anderson fired. got fired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who's the token black guy in the movie and his name is Portland. <laughs> yeah. Literally the token black guy's name for Family Guy when they had Bizarre Cleveland was Portland. Just saying. Yeah, and it's Clarence Gilliard. And Clarence Gilliard hasn't shaved, bathed, or eaten a vegetable since he was <laughs> He walked off the set in that in the same sweatpants and gray sweatshirt and has been just sitting by the phone ever since, being like, any day now, Clarence. The movie like office are going to come pouring in. Get ready. Ooh, I better do some vocal warm-ups. Tea, ta ta tea, ta tea, tea. That's enough. <laughs> But so yeah, so he calls he calls Clarence Gilliard like, hey, can you help me with this debate? But no, I, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, apparently, Hattari Hanzo no longer makes instruments of death. Yeah, this is they owe Key and Peele money. That Key and Peele sketch where he's like, I'm out of the game. <laughs> this is directly that sketch. Gilliard's out of the game unless he goes in for one more mission. <laughs> right? Leave he even looks alone. the same as Clarence Gilliard. It's really someone owes someone money. <laughs> Watch my friends die face down in the mud Thanks to evolutionists So, okay, so then we cut to uh, to the Rachel hanging out with Tyler The cute guy with the eggs on his head And he was really cute, by the way I wouldn't mind spilling my eggs over his head But, you yeah. know, that's just neither here nor there um, and, and, and she's going like, oh, I'm going to be so embarrassed And Tyler's like, well, you know what I say in things like, times like this Is, you know, who gives a shit, really right. Just Honestly. take this flag football party next week seriously. Okay? Yeah, right. That's what I'm going to try and fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is a flag football party? Right? What? Oh, no, I've been to one of those. It's whoever pulls off your flag, you have to blow them. Do you have to Oh, okay. It's it's like a It's an all it's male a, thing. It's like a lacrosse party with flags. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and apparently we're we're going to do the calling dad and asking him to stop uh, doing the debate thing again. Right. We get a second version of her calling dad and him saying no, because apparently Professor Kamen, quote, stands against everything we believe in, end quote. Yeah. 
every like gravity and heliocentrism apparently <laughs> I, I honestly i don't know what side dad's on on those ones so. we meet evan again and i want to point out that from this moment onward every time we see evan he will be drawing lines on already lined paper <laughs> so if you watch these movies along with us this one's on netflix just note from this moment on Every single time we see Evan, he is drawing lines on paper that already has lines on it. Yep, except at the debate. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it. Um, and so, yeah, so this is like where Evan like starts to talk her down from evolution a little bit. Right. Evolution's not how the world was created. And I wrote, I agree. Evolution is not how the world was created. <laughs> you are correct, sir, by accident. And he goes like, think about it. Life comes from life. It's like in the Bible when God used mud to... uh Fuck. You know Wait, what? Go out on. and come back in. Just ask me all this. We're just going to play it out to that point again, and I'm going to start over, like in over. Groundhog over. Day. <laughs> so, and Denny, I love this one, too. Like, right at the end, he goes, did God create this world, or did it come about by evolution? And and she's like, well, I I I, I don't I'm not going to answer that. That's and, the stupidest question anyone <laughs> well, that's ever what she asked anyone. Said. And he's like, you just answered it. No, I didn't. I didn't. That's not how <laughs> answering works or evolution <laughs> works or really how anything works. So then we go, <sighs> we cut back to dad studying, you know, and he, he throws down the pencil because there's just so much to learn. Um, and, and I guess now he needs a, a pep talk from his pastor. Right. And I wanted so badly for Cayman to have put a car bomb in his car. That's... Like he's like, he pressed beep, beep. And a <laughs> Cayman's just in his office surrounded by rubber chickens. <laughs> Lifts up the phone. It's been taken care of. <laughs> One less creation. But no, he's going to bother Clarence Gilliard some more. Well, but first he stops by to talk to his, his pastor. And I only point that out because the pastor's advice to him is the worst imaginable debate advice that you could possibly give. He says, just speak from your heart. It's like, yeah, guys, <laughs> do that. Please. All, all Christians yeah. go into debates. Just take that advice. Please speak from your heart. I would love that. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, okay, so then, now we cut back to a, another scene of Tyler and his buddies talking about his plans to fuck his girl. Like... These characters have talked in two scenes more about have you fucked her yet than I have in my life. Like I, like I knew Eli when when he and Anna started dating. Like, do, could you even imagine if I'd walked up to you and like, so you and uh, you and Anna, you you guys fucked yet or what's every your plans? Time on that? Like, met, every yeah, right, every time I saw you. So how about now? Have you no, fucked her I'm now? In the or? bathroom. Have you <laughs> fucked her yet? Are you leaning against the stall door and not letting me out? Just answer the question, man. I'm looking over Just the top, the actually. Don't ask what that sound is. I know this sounds weird, but you sound bald from this side of the stall. <laughs> yeah, so this is, of course, where we learn that he's going to make his move at the flag football party. Right. Um, and then and then Dad goes to bother Professor Clarence Gilliard a little bit more. Right, and they have the exact same scene they had on the phone, which is, yes! I'm out of the game. <laughs> yeah. A Christian's never out of the game. And I yeah, wrote I my guess notes, tell that to Tim Tebow. <laughs> nice eli made a football joke well done ah, sir i'll, I'll, I'll try to make a harry potter joke before it's all like over <laughs> that and the one who beat up his lady friend ray something yeah ray, ray charles <laughs> right something about well, rice yeah is yeah, he the bell ben's guy it's like starchy <laughs> um so so yeah so of course portland doesn't prep dads for debate since the king's stinking son fired him 
Uh, so this was a, a worthless trip. And I, I love, too, that, that Portland's advice to dad is he's like, read a book. And dad's like, well, if I was willing to do that, I wouldn't be a creationist. Now would I? Yeah, I, I already read this a shit. book. Nobody agrees with us. <laughs> Don't tell me to read a book. I mean, I can only read one book that's on our side. <laughs> And then we get, okay, so now I have to throw this out there. Before I watched this movie, Eli had already watched it, and he had messaged me on Facebook, he had texted me, and he had tweeted me, I can't wait for you to watch this movie, hashtag 50 minutes in. 50 minutes in. We are 49 minutes and 18 seconds into this movie. I was getting so excited, and all I'm going to say is even after days of him messaging me this, I was not disappointed. You're never ready. You're never ready. There's nothing that can ever get you ready for this scene. Even us telling you what happens in the scene probably wouldn't do the trick. Mm -mm. (laughs) Again, if you don't watch along but you have Netflix, go 49 minutes into this movie, watch this scene, and then listen to this part. There's nothing like it in the world. Oh, it was so great. So, okay, so once again, she's in the library because that's where she exists. And some dude's like, hey, is your dad going to debate Professor Kamen? Um, you know, like he's pretty awesome. I bet your dad's gonna look kind of stupid. And then Evan's soul patch steps in, and <laughs> I guess this is creationist shit talk. I yeah. guess oh, he yeah. says, "Does your mother look like an ape?" He does. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Hey, man, what are you?" And he goes, "No, no, no. Does your mother look like an ape?" And he's like, "No. <laughs> what about your grandmother?" No. No. Then you... we're not evolved from apes. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> That's it. And again, my notes are, the notes here are fantastic because my notes are nothing but, I'm so excited for Noah to watch this. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And Heath's notes are, punch him in the throat. Punch him, <laughs> punch him in the throat. <laughs> This was just like the Goodwill Hunting fucking scene. I read it. Are we gonna have a problem again? <laughs> right. I was just hoping you could give me some insight into the flagella of the bacterial colonies. <laughs> My contention is that the locomotory oh, organ is irreducibly complex. Oh. So yeah, he dropped. Punch him in the, the throat. Does your mother look like an ape bomb? And first of all, okay. For- what are we comparing my mother to? Yes, my mother looks remarkably like a fucking ape. <laughs> same number of eyes. The facial features are all in the same fucking place. She's got the same number of digits and shit. Basically the same body. Like, compared to a fucking cucumber. Yes, my mother looks like a fucking <laughs> ape, you idiot. And secondly, is your argument, if we didn't evolve from apes in the last four generations, how can there still be milkshakes? What the fuck <laughs> are you even talking about? What is that supposed to even fucking mean? And the cherry. Yes, there's a cherry. Is that he ends this stupid fucking screed by turning to the guy who originally said her dad was going to look stupid and say, now who's going to look like an idiot? Do you like apples? <laughs> I would steal from the tree of knowledge. How do you like them apples? <laughs> fucking demon. Oh, God, this scene was so fucking stupid. I had to, because I knew it was coming. I stopped and I took a break right before it. And then I took a break right after it as well. (laughs) And she goes after it all, like, I guess, because the other guy's just like, whoa, I never thought about it. Like, my mom isn't a monkey before. I always thought my grandma was an ape. What am I going (laughs) to do now? What the fuck was I thinking? (laughs) So he wanders off all dumbfounded. And she goes, I don't need you to defend me. He goes, I wasn't defending you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was defending bitch. Jesus? <laughs> I guess because college <laughs> right. freshmen are more capable of defending themselves than an almighty but God. You think Song of Solomon was about you. <laughs> and if you can believe this, the is your mama a monkey line is not the stupidest argument this movie is going to present. But before we can get to that, we need to take a quick break. So let me give Act 3 the hard sell as though I didn't just do that. <clears throat> Can evolution prove that the square of the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the square of the other two sides? Can evolution open a stubborn umbrella for you on a rainy day? Can evolution create a burrito so hot even evolution can't eat it? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the excedrin necessitating conclusion of a matter of faith. And what's more, evolution can't prove the Bing Bang even happened. I've seen a crocodile give birth to any spider monkey, have you? Plus, if evolution is true, why can't I do Sudokus? I mean, sometimes I just put the numbers in because, like, I know nobody's actually going to check them out. It's not like I'm getting quizzed on them. But holy shit, those things are hard. And they're still monkeys. I rest my case. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, it's a debate, so you don't rest your case. But, uh... Uh, Professor Kamen, I guess you have two minutes to, let's say, respond. Okay, if you can define evolution to a sixth grade level, I will swallow this broom right now. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't count. Drum and defess. Shark rich chirp. Kirkapek. So, yeah, I mean, Cayman's ideas on evolution are pretty fantastic. Uh, do you want to maybe, you know, grab a coffee or some lunch sometime? Yeah, that's actually... Sorry, like sorry, um, can can I interrupt for a second? Uh, well, actually, we're already talking, so, you know, <laughs> social cues... No, 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 just answer me this. Is your mother a monkey? What? Is your mother a monkey? Uh, oh, I see what you're doing. What 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 am I doing? You're, you're swooping. I'm swooping? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're swooping in to save the day. See, I'm trying to finger bang this poor man's version of Cordelia over here, but you've only read one book and it means I'm employing, don't jive with it. So now you're going to pretend that you don't understand the difference between 200 million years and two generations. See, you and I both know at some point you Googled that challenge and someone explained to you probably in cartoon form so you can understand that evolution does not equal fish poops out aardvark poops out person. But let's be honest, if you had respect for any natural law, you couldn't hold any of the beliefs that you hold. I mean, fuck, man, you must think buoyancy is unprovable because fucking Jesus walked on water. So I'll tell you this like you haven't heard it before. You asking me why is your mom not a monkey is like trying to prove that humans don't shit because neither of us is currently shitting. So here you go. I'm going to go lick the Jesus out of this off-brand cereal version of young Courtney Cox here and you go Google all the shit that you believe that science doesn't. Uh, I'm shitting now. <laughs> And now that I've more or less recovered from the does your mom look like a monkey portion of today's film, I guess we can get back to the breakdown. And we'll do so via Evan overhearing Tyler's nefarious plans to fuck his own girlfriend. I hate Evan so much. Uh, yeah, so fuck much. Fuck him in his sanded down teeth. Punch him in the throat. <laughs> Punch him in the throat. Circular and weird. <laughs> 
So yeah, so this scene, I guess, Tyler's buddies. So even when Tyler's not around, all his friends do is talk about when he's going to fuck his girlfriend. Um, but yeah. they're sitting in the library talking about his fuck his girlfriend plans, and Evan overhears him. Yeah, this is the least subtle planning aside from Rumpelstiltskin dancing around a fire saying his own name. <laughs> <laughs> And he, yeah, like you said, he uses the uh, the good old library book slot peephole trick. Yeah. Except yeah. they mangled it. The angle was all wrong. <laughs> right. So he wasn't facing the two friends at the table at <laughs> all. There's a different part of the library. Also, you don't have to see things while you overhear things. So that's meaningless. <laughs> that also helps. <laughs> so, but then Evan runs off to tell her... That her boyfriend is trying to fuck her. And I'm just curious how this conversation is supposed to go. Right. Like, your boyfriend plans to fuck you. Well, oh, good. I've got bad news. And he literally says, I've got bad news. He just likes you because you're pretty. And I'm like, yeah, man. That's, that's how it starts. That's yes. how it starts. <laughs> Believe As a non-pretty person, I can tell you. I mean, I'm funny now, so when you meet me, you're going to be like, ah, but no one's ever walked up and been like, let me break off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> I look like you put two marshmallows in a microwave, and I always have. That's how fucking starts. You never no noticed me. No one looks at me. me from across the room and goes, I bet you're real good in personality. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help but notice you have two Subway meatball subs. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've read Proust. <laughs> so th- instead of talking about Tyler's nefarious plans to fuck her, first they have to talk about evolution being a conspiracy that all the countries are in on but us. Yes. And Basically, his answer to why some Christians believe in evolution that's not because, you know, it's true is, well, they don't really believe in God. There's a difference between addition and submission. Yeah, oh, God. And if you were hoping it was going to be a Fifty Shades of Grey thing, it's not, unfortunately, no. (laughs) What he means is that adding God onto your life isn't good enough. You have to totally make your life about God. Submission is the good one. Addition right. or yes. submission? I was like, oh, it's addition. Nope, submission's the good <laughs> one in this movie. <laughs> so fucking weird. It's the Game of Thrones answer. <laughs> yeah, so then she storms off, but he won't let her go yet, and she's a Christian girl, so she's not allowed to go until he tells her to, so that he can also add, and by the way, Tyler wants to fuck you. And, and But the <laughs> right. way he says it is, Tyler's the one who's not interested, and I'm like, wanting to fuck you is interested yeah that's what that basically that's what that's shorthand for if i'm like if i'm like i'm interested in this girl that's just a polite way of saying i want to fuck her yeah exactly i would not fuck you so much harder than tyler (laughs) is not fucking you what so but then she goes back to her room and has this you know crying game moment uh, yeah, right. Like this is this like the worst thing that she's ever been presented with in her whole fucking life or whatever. And she picks up her Bible and she's like, "Lord Jesus, I want to submit." And I wanted it to flash to Jesus going like, "Then show me them tits, girl." <laughs> Jesus yeah. in a gimp mask. Oh, I thought I was submitting this class. <laughs> it's on the board. It's on the board. Which of us is top and which is bottom? It's fine. I'm, it's, I'm fine. I'm fine. Put these holes in my hand and everything. <laughs> I also wrote in my notes here, music note, doctor walks out of operating room shaking his head. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Could not be more dramatic. She literally takes out her Bible. She reads the cover 
and she submits to Jesus. Yeah. Now, that's Christianity instruction booklet right there. Uh, right, right, exactly. Read the but cover, also, submit. But also, as she's doing that, we're flashing back audially to the lines that the dude said a few seconds ago, the submission edition thing. She's flashing back to that. It's like I wrote my notes. Like, that's literally three notes ago. <laughs> that literally happened in the same minute of the film. Just have him come with you and, and re- recreate it that way. Stand outside She's the like room. like the memento guy or something. She has to say it every few <laughs> seconds or she'll forget, I, I guess. Uh, but anyway, this is also where she calls Dad to apologize for believing in reality. Right. <laughs> right As yeah. well, she should. Sorry about being evil, Dad. I'm just going to... Uh... I'm just going to chop my hand off and send it to you. It's cool. <laughs> Make amends in the old ways. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to Cayman's class where he's like, hey, guys, tonight's the debate. Come and watch it. I accepted a challenge that was brought to me. Come and check it out. And she is not going to put up with that lie because Cayman's <laughs> the one who challenged her dad. Right. Except it was not- after dad showed up in the office to challenge him. Yeah. Right. If I spit at you and then you go, do you want to fight? You did not challenge me to a fight. (laughs) Or do you want to talk about spitting together? (laughs) That's not. Oh, yeah. But so she hangs back in class to tell him, like, hey, that's not how it happened. You challenged him. And then she goes, there's one more thing. The chicken came first. She drops the mic and walks off. (laughs) And here's the thing. Cayman, again, God's not dead formula. Cayman should be like, but instead he's just sad. He's just, he's just like, oh, I'm real sorry that you don't. Yeah, you're never going to get that biology degree you wanted and whatnot because your dad's crazy. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be in the news in three years for not letting a lady have her abortion pills. Congratulations. (laughs) You can be the greeter at the Walmart pharmacy. (laughs) So, yeah. So, and then of course we have to cut to her breaking up with the guy who wanted to fuck her for wanting to fuck her. And I, this is so great. She says, He's like, why? She's like, I got right with the Lord. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is the best breakup line ever. <laughs> oh, nothing kills my boner quicker. I right? would be like, if Anna walked out of the bedroom right now and was like, honey, we can't get married. And I'd, I'd be like, what? Why? I love you. And she'd be like, I found Jesus. I'd be like, great. So this stuff is mine. And that stuff's yours. Um, what am I doing? I'm installing Grinder on my phone. That's <laughs> because it's more direct. I just feel like I'm going to do Tinder eventually as well. But I, I want Grindr to <laughs> you know, Domino's delivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No reason to ever fuck around with it's not you, it's me again, guys. I got right with the Lord. If you learn nothing else from our show, that's how to end the a fucking relationship. Line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And of course, now Tyler goes to confront his buddy. He's like, "Who told my girlfriend I wanted to put my P in her V?" And I was like, "Like she wouldn't? She just know that because you kept hanging out with her." I, I just, I this movie's so fucking. Why would you not want to fuck your? Oh, and, and also, I'm sorry. One more time, I have to say, stop trying to have these people handle a football. It got <laughs> even worse with this. They tried. They attempted a throw at the start of the scene, <laughs> and like, it was. They clearly had to switch to like a close up that does not show what happens to the ball because it went absolutely nowhere. It probably bounced up and hit him in the eye right after the shot. <laughs> it him looked more like a kick. Glass exactly. broke in the background somehow. Yeah. And, so, and also, uh, at this point, Tyler and the uh, date rapist dude are about to make out. They are so 
close to each other. So close to each other. At that, at this point, that's what I'd rather watch. Yeah, their trailer I'm, was the hottest, sweatiest inside of a sauna you ever could have asked for. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to the fucking debate. Yeah! Finally. And so we get the, like, everybody get into the debate thing. You can tell this is where their extras budget went. Oh, um, right. and, and mom's like, don't, don't forget, people are praying for you. Like, yeah, yeah, that'll help. And we pan over these extras, by the way, and these extras could not more survive on starches. There's just sea <laughs> of man boobs. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah. He's like, all right, thanks, Adrian. I'm going to get beat to death by a Russian guy. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. Yeah. But people will pray for me the whole time. Right. Yeah. So so then they introduce everybody and, and you know, he gets a little tiny polite applause, but Professor Kamen gets a huge applause. Oh my right. God. And the he crowd literally loves says, it. On my left, I have a guy who has a daughter. I said this to me. <laughs> Just a reminder, on my right, guy who went to school and has a degree and no stuff right. i wonder who the crowd is in favor of oh, <laughs> the yeah, they're going nuts for drago at this point yeah, and yeah right. I'm, i can't imagine they're gonna come around and clap for rachel's dad he can't possibly win can he i mean he's such an underdog actually you know what he he doesn't spoiler alert <laughs> but um anyway okay so then we cut to dad's opening statement and i think this is the first lighting note i have ever had in in, in a movie but when they first caught to dad in the debate, it looks like that scene was backlit with the bat signal. I, I, mean, I, I swear, I'm like, it's like a guy with backhead face stood up and got popcorn in the middle of the movie. I just, like, as bad as this movie was, I was just like, guys, 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 all right, I'm willing to forgive you thinking that evolution and the Big Bang are the same fucking thing. But my fucking God, the lighting in this scene. Just Point the light at the person talking. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I am not forgiving them, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, God, Jesus, dude. And, and, okay, so then we get Dad's opening speech, which is just... It's all the words that Ken Ham would say on peyote before he threw up. Right. <laughs> Evolution can't be observed. Yeah. Yes, it fucking can. No, it can't. It can't be re 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 Yeah, right. That's, that's not an argument. Um, and, and, Evolution's and, a religion, and that's stupid. Yes. Wait, hold on. That <laughs> you're evolu you're can and uh, oh, and then like I mean, he starts off the, by saying like evolution can't explain how life came to exist on our planet. I'm like, no, it can't. Nope. It, that's because it's that's not. What it does, you prepped for this debate and you still don't know what evolution is? Yep. Answer all the questions I have about everything or you <laughs> yeah, lose. That's right, right. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up or evolution isn't true? Uh, basically. He even <laughs> says at one point, he says, nothing times something does not equal everything. I wrote he's that. Just, he's reading my Aunt Kathy's <laughs> Facebook memes at this point. He also delivers this monologue like he's about to cry. He does not, the whole way. this is not like a Professor Radisson getting showed up. He's like, um, and then like, what about all the monkeys that are still out there? Like, <laughs> if, if you could, then me, uh, oh, oh, oh. and it's like, dude, are you coming? <laughs> Whose side is the movie on? <laughs> and then we explain that when God is the first cause, then life makes sense. Yes. Nothing it's makes sense like baby rape. Everything's observed, uninterrupted baby rape. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get 
Harry's opening statement. Now, I, I want to say, like, you could be forgiven for thinking that this was a really good opening statement. But if you've watched as many evolution creationism debates as I have, this is the straw man series of opening arguments that creationists would dream of a fucking evolution supporter starting off with he, okay. he, he hits he puts all these little subtle straw men and never talks about evolution at all but still manages to present it in a way that seems convincing to at least the point where like the audience for this movie is going i don't know he's, and he's does a much good. better job like does a oh, demonstrably yeah. better job than anyone in this movie is. <laughs> oh yeah he's cracking jokes he's killing it yeah right. working the audience yeah. He talks about, we should pass around a collection plate. Zing. Crowd goes wild. <laughs> well, but okay, but like to give you an example, like he says at one point, he's like, every scientific mind thinks this is irrefutable truth. I'm like, no, because scientific minds don't deal in irrefutable truth. Right. There's no such thing <laughs> in science as irrefutable, irrefutable truth. Yeah. If tomorrow I watched a penguin fuck a donkey and a dog came out and I showed it to the scientific community, they would give me a million million dollars a medal and everyone would carry me around at their university and be like look at this guy who saw a penguin fucking donkey right how about <laughs> yes exactly they'd have bosnick day and you'd be on our money if this wasn't america yeah, yeah. i get to say whatever i wanted about women it'd be great <laughs> <laughs> i thought you did say what you wanted to say eli no, um, we know Lucinda, so I got to keep it. Oh, well, yeah, right, right. I was going to say, like, now that you've told Anna how to end the relationship so easily, you shouldn't be <laughs> yeah, a... Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so Harry gives this, you know, and I mean, it, there are some really good points that he makes. He does point out, like, you know, the Earth is billions of years older than you guys think it is and stuff like that. But again, very, very weak argument. As a matter of fact, for some fucking reason, he's talking about Freud. Why would an evolution debate proponent talk about freud at all right. ever yeah. at all he appears his pro-evolution argument seems to be god is a creation yeah <laughs> which like well sure, yeah but yeah but not evolution <laughs> there's much yeah. better arguments in favor of evolution right yeah i wrote note to self stop using freud as the linchpin of my evolution <laughs> argument. <laughs> got it all right this good is good idea. this is good i'm getting better yeah, the dad says, this is one of his big arguments. He says, how do you explain away God? Yeah, what? And, and Harry's like, uh, silence? <laughs> uh, <laughs> baby cancer? I don't get the question. Same way as I explain away unicorns and gremlins. <laughs> right, he <laughs> says, Dumbass. man created God. And to which the dad responds, man created God? Man created God? And I wrote, oh, he's shitting right now. <laughs> 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 Again, movie would have made way more sense if he also, just shit himself. Little right shot there. at Sam here. Someone obviously watched the Intelligence Square debate because he says Elvis has left the building. Oh, and right, that's right. A very right. clear reference to Sam's argument about believing that Elvis has appeared in your pancakes. So someone watched <laughs> that debate on YouTube while going la 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 la. <laughs> you know, like I'm pretty sure this is this debate obviously someone had to google so this is the least amount you can google without being convinced evolution <laughs> right, right yes well and and then in this particular portion you know because again they're not talking about evolution or, or whatever they're talking about the fallibility of the bible at this point but harry is still crushing it so at this point i was like holy shit this whole movie was just a ploy to make christians hear this <laughs> right 
That would have been awesome. <laughs> then it just goes immediately into the Kama Sutra, and we're like, fuck, they got us. They got us. They got us. <laughs> All right. Let's do no episode hell. this week, guys. <laughs> right. This is, uh, this is also where we get a little uh, few good men in there. Cayman's like, I want the proof. And Dad's like, you can't handle the proof. We don't do that. Let's do it. Not part of our thing. Also, there's a fantastic moment where at the very beginning he goes, look. You're going to say that this is based on faith, but I don't accept faith as a way of knowing true things about the universe. And then right in this moment, he goes, what proof do you have that there's an afterlife? And the guy's like, faith, the thing you said I was going to say. (laughs) Fuck, I used the exact word, too. I feel like I should have switched that up for a synonym. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's all you got? Looks like he's on the ropes. Looks like dad's in big trouble. Uh Uh-oh. Then all of a sudden, from the audience, we hear a man's voice yell out, Freud was wrong! <laughs> and then and the moderator guy's like, who said that? <laughs> the uh, audience participation section is, is later. <laughs> Dad's like, oh, that's cool. It's just my friend. It's cool. it's we're, okay. we're a tag team. We're, yeah, we're gonna, he goes, it's okay. He's with me. And yeah. it's like, no, man, that's not how debates work. Uh, you don't no, you, you tag can't people just in. Just bring no. a surprise helpers and then acdc starts playing and clarence gilliard dressed like the undertaker walks out through a cloud of smoke (laughs) runs in well i mean but that's the thing like this is this would be like if if at the end of karate kid mr miyagi had just beat up johnny lawrence himself (laughs) yeah it would be like like clint eastwood just running into the ring and million dollar baby swinging that stool i mean that's (laughs) that like takes away the whole point of the fucking movie if someone else then comes in and does the debate doesn't it but in this universe that's how debates work some guy can yell something from the audience and then just move up to the to the fucking podium i guess Oh, and by the way, once he does, he's the only one that gets to talk for the entire rest of the debate. Yes, the, the format of this <laughs> yeah. debate was explained, give a speech, give a speech, have a conversation. But since someone tagged in, now it's just him. another speech. Yeah, him talking for the rest <laughs> of the movie. crazy black man. <laughs> And and what's so funny is, I guess, okay, so I guess we're supposed to have seen, like, with the dad, like, oh, this is how people trip up in these debates. And with Clarence Gilliard, we're supposed to see this is how a guy who really knows his shit does it. And it's the same stupid shit. Yeah. You know, like, he starts <laughs> off, his first argument is basically, well, if there's no God, there's no rules. And, I, like, the debate moderator should say, appeal the consequences, no point. Right. Like, yeah, that but- doesn't count as logic. Again, the de- topic of this debate is evolution. If that anyone too. would like to speak about evolution, <laughs> I can do it. If you'd like me to talk about it, I feel like someone here should mention it. Use the word. Let's have some fun. But here's the thing, though. Clarence Gilliard knows how to take the mic out of the stand yes. thing yeah. and walk around, too, just like Harry Anderson. This is big trouble. And he's wearing a light-colored Matlock jacket. Yeah, so he was dressed like Howard Cosell Harry's there. Harry's getting really nervous. <laughs> and he also says, this is another one of Clarence Gilliard's arguments. He says, men would rather not have God. Right. Okay, all right. Find me one person who would choose mortal over living forever right. in paradise. And his example is, whenever terrible stuff happens, people blame God. And it's like, no, whenever terrible stuff happens, people go, it's part of his plan. Just yes. like the world. 
just like you're doing right now. <laughs> well, and but he even says he's like, have you ever noticed how even non-religious people blame God when sh- shit goes wrong? Like, no, a <laughs> nope. fucking by definition that has never <laughs> happened anywhere and can't. I wanted to, I wanted somebody to say that so he could go. Okay, I just I just wanted to ask and see. It's okay. It, I'm about I, to start crying in like thirty <laughs> seconds. So. <laughs> the Ben Carson of because this fucking debate. <laughs> he now. Moves on to talking about his personal life. Yeah, which belongs in an evolution yes. debate. And the actual quote he says, and I wrote this in my notes, I despised you. And yeah. I wrote in my notes, I despised you. Man in a debate about evolution. <laughs> what? <laughs> like if Hitch had just started to turn to Dinesh D'Souza and been like, you look like a brown little monkey over there. <laughs> 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 and then he goes on to his be mom like, looks like a monkey i'll tell you that's scientist doesn't look science doesn't know anything well, and he's crying by the way he's yeah, crying and but but from this point on basically he's just knocking down the straw men that they had harry set up earlier dogs don't ever turn into cats or kangaroos yeah, the argument from <laughs> crocodiles <laughs> and the crowd is loving it by oh, now yes. yeah all, they're going at rocky Right, it's getting big. I, the tiger, starting to play. Earlier, the audience was laughing at God, but now they're laughing with God. <laughs> right. Um, and also, like when he when he points out the whole like dogs don't turn into cats or whatever. Notice he says these are. This is another quote. And nobody's ever seen a plant or an animal change into a different kind of plant or animal. Note the use of the word kind, since it's not a scientific word and is completely <laughs> ambiguous. Creationists love to talk about kinds, and yet they don't define those in any way. Right. Banana never done turn into a coconut. I win. <laughs> Apparently. I am crying. There and are then, tears on my face. And, the, and then he starts arguing about the age of the Earth. He's like, the Earth isn't billions of years old or millions of years old. Now, sure, I could give you evidence yes. to back that up. This is my favorite part. At the very end, he goes, we could bore you with science, but everything yes. he says, I can do better. Anything he can do better than you. If he pulled off his shirt, like in his whole suit, and he was wearing an Annie costume underneath, yeah. I would have been into it. <laughs> at, this, at this point, I wrote, please tell me somebody hits him with a chair. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> please tell me Evan flies in like Owen Hart. <laughs> Also, he says he actually says this in the fuck again. This is a quote. If this this is Clarence Gilliard arguing in favor of God, he says, if the stars align to say God created the world, evolutionists would blame those clever Baptists. Big laugh. Big laugh. And but what is he? Is, what is he trying? Is he trying to say that there is evidence? Yeah, there's just so much evidence that we choose to ignore, like. Once I taught here, I'm a crying grown-up. I'm a crying, <laughs> weeping grown-up. Well, and then USA. he goes off about how you can't scientifically USA. prove this, and you can't scientifically prove that. And I'm like, scientifically prove is not a fucking thing. So you can scientifically disprove a thing, yes. You cannot scientifically prove something. That's not even a meaningful fucking phrase. Right, but then we get his conclusion, which is, I believe in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins, some of you will call this stupidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some I of us call will. it humility. <laughs> oh. And I wrote in my notes, I'm so happy for <laughs> Noah to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love because he, because he, he's like at that point he's like, but I was doing it wrong too because I was just teaching creationism, and now I realize that I should have let children learn both sides. And and I'm like, oh yeah, that's all they want. Those creationists, they just want to make sure that you learn science and religion in science class. Right. He even then classifies him classifies it rather as. Well, I wanted people to learn men's ideas and God's words. So, like, yeah, you're setting them up even to start with, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, and then he puts down the microphone and he walks over to Harry, and I'm like, oh, oh God, he's going to punch him. That's what I wrote. wrote Clarence Gilliard <laughs> yeah. is going to punch him. <laughs> but no, it's a Christian movie, so he's going to apologize to Harry for holding bitterness in his heart. Yeah. Now, this is the most fuck you, like, basically this is what he does. He walks up to him and he says, you are an evil, disgusting human being, and I used to be angry at you about that. I'm sorry that I was angry that you are an evil, disgusting human being. I forgive yeah. you. I yeah, forgive I f- me. <laughs> right. And then he walks off the stage. Yes! Yes, with no chance for rebuttal or anything. Well, no, because the guy turns to him and he goes, do you want to respond to that? And Harry Anderson just sort of shakes his head, but... It, I, I, maybe it's just my slant, but he shakes his head because like, no, did you see that guy just lied and then cried and then left? He was already gone when the guy <laughs> asked him that. Yeah. Why would I rebut? What would I rebut? He doesn't forgive me. Right. Yeah. This is over. It was over when he tagged in a friend who screamed at me from off stage. This has always been over. I'm going home. <laughs> But we're supposed to think he like was totally dumbfounded and yeah yeah right no he was he he just didn't know how to refute the <laughs> forgiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I have anything else to add? Uh, yeah, if I could just borrow Clarence Gilliard's mic for a second, great, great. I'm just gonna drop this right on my face and done. Okay, yeah. I have no further comments. <laughs> Apparently, and then we get this really long pan shot of the crowd that's all like hanging out after the debate because they had to try to make it close to ninety minutes. Right. <laughs> also, this Evan comes up and he's like, your dad did a pretty good job. And she's like, I know. It was pretty Jesus. And then when Evan walks out, again, if you watch these movies with us, when Evan walks out, Evan has the single gayest walk I have ever seen. <laughs> I've been in a Turkish bathhouse and I lived in the village. It is the gayest walk I've ever seen in my life. I've seen all the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. You have to watch it. <laughs> See, I don't even know if that's true because I didn't notice that, and I think you're trying to trick me into watching that part of the fucking movie again. So, So, yeah, so like, yeah, Evan compliments Dad, and I wanted her to go like, no, Dad didn't do really good so much as get his ass kicked, and then a homeless guy cried in the debate, and it was just kind of weird. But yeah, not good. (laughs) Whatever. Can I get your dad's phone number? (laughs) Bashful kick. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever, please. And this is another like strange little convergence in our notes here, because then the next scene we get, and this is we, honestly, if it wasn't for this convergence, I'd just skip over this scene. But we get Harry getting back to his office, and as he walks into this office, a disembodied voice says, "Like you know, hey, that was a great job in the <laughs> right. debate last night." But there's no one there. There's He's no alone one in his office, <laughs> right? And I guess this voice is supposed to be coming from like out of the room, but it wasn't mic'd like that, so it sounds like it's coming from the direction that he's walking to, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So he um he goes in and opens up his rubber chicken box and and, and looks at it like chicken. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted so bad for someone to leave the severed head of a chicken in his bed, like the godfather. 
I thought Rachel would. Ah! <laughs> that would be awesome. And then, of course, we have to see that um, that Rachel wound up with Evan, so she goes to the library to flirt with him. And she's dressed in yellow like the chicken because she came from chickens, not eggs. <laughs> it's important. I see. And all I could think was, hooray, Evan, now you get to guilt her into a clumsy through the pants hand job <laughs> nine months later, whatever. And should be great. By the way, she does the three eggs line with Evan. Was he was he there for that part of the movie? Did he know about no, the no. egg reference? So. They Just weren't. everyone heard about it. I guess. Also, yes. there's an animated through nine tenths of this movie. But when she goes, I'm so sorry for all the things I did and for rejecting Jesus. Thank you so much. When he said, you're welcome, because he just goes, you're welcome. Anna goes, pauses the movie, goes, you're welcome. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. And walks out of the room. <laughs> Almost made it through the entire movie, but not this one. That was, that, that's the correct answer, I would yeah. think. And, and, and then also he calls after as she's leaving. He's like, Hey, Rachel, what are you doing Saturday afternoon? And I wanted her so bad to turn back to him and say, Fucking Tyler. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, music note, the abortion went wrong and the baby is alive and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking and screaming. <laughs> oh, I miss her. <laughs> so you're doing regular. So, oh, Carson's out now too, man. It, it's almost all it's the fun. All my gone impressions now. alone in my head. Yeah, right. I say, Carly, <laughs> let's go to the festival together. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess where he decides to take her for his this date is to the to the scene of the Fifty Cent crime from yeah. the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. at, where we learned that it was actually him, Evan Soulpatch. That stole the 50 cent piece from her at the beginning of the oh, movie. But he tells her this by dropping a 50 cent piece in front of him. He's like, oh, I dropped that. And I'm like, is he going to try and make her suck his dick? Because that <laughs> trick does not work. I've tried it and it's failed. <laughs> oh, look what fell out of my pants while you were down there. I just, yeah, no, I, I have not also, I have also not had luck with that. You want to change Manning knows how to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and then we learned that like that was the day that he found Jesus because his dad saw him steal the 50 cent piece. And and then use that as a Jesus lesson. So just to go back to this, what we're supposed to accept here is that at this fucking thing 10 years ago or whatever, both sets of parents watched this little boy rob this little girl and no one gave the kid back her money. Nope. Because Christianity isn't about changing your behavior. It's about saying you're sorry. It, right. The yes. End. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't even do communist accents for us for fuck's sake. So I guess my big question uh, on the way out of this movie is, uh, why did nobody just Google evolution? Was Google broken? <laughs> did they not? Did it Their never original occur research to them? team just came back to them and was like, yeah, no, turns out it's true. Like we Googled it and there's, there's cartoons <laughs> that explain it. Like a six minute cartoon. <laughs> Proves it definitively. We so, should uh, not make this movie. Get the fuck out of here. Bring those new people in. It's <laughs> Google Pakistan. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, of course, the only stars this movie earns are the ones that you see when it forces you to take a hammer to your own temple. So in lieu of traditional ranking scales, I simply ask you this. I want you to imagine that you're at a debate representing the atheist side of things. Your opponent turns to you and asks you a question that is even dumber than this movie. What is that question? And I apologize for that being such a big question right off the bat. Um, all right. I'm going to say uh, they ask me, why are there still short people? 
Why would there still be short? And, and why are there still Christians? What are still Christians? That's actually a fairly good question right there. <laughs> and Eli? Oh, um, if evolution is true, then how come people don't grow up to be computers? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think that like would fit right into this goddamn movie. I'm surprised he didn't point that out. In the three, th- in the year 3000 Olympics, will they be running the mile in zero seconds? <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> if you do the math, if you do the math, yeah. And well, that's going to do it for our review of A Matter of Faith. That's not going to do it for the episode quite yet because we still need to get you all hard and or moist for next week's show. So tell us, Eli, what's on deck? Miracles from heaven. Another field trip. Yes, indeed. They they, they really are working on trying to extend our showtime as much as possible. <laughs> I guess. Every movie in theaters we see delays the inevitable day when we run out of Christian cinema, so. Yeah, right. No <laughs> shit. No shit. So, yeah, now this is uh, Jennifer Garner that we're going to ruin in this one. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, she was pretty, pretty close to ruined already for me, but. Yeah, uh, Electra was close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a feeling that this is going to be like a Greg Kinnear situation where, like, he definitely doesn't think any of these, these things are true, but he had a summer free and they shot somewhere nice and his kids were like, I want to live by a lake. And he was like, fine, how bad could it be? And he got the script and he was like, fuck, I should have should have read this first. Should have read this first. <laughs> well, and I think it's going to be a remarkably similar movie from what I can see. So it's basically it's, it's the story of a little girl that's sick and then she's not sick anymore and it must have been God because yep. somebody prayed at some point during the... Sick, and I gotta admit, already the previews are pretty skeptical. Like, there's a moment in the preview where she's like, "You're telling me that my little girl just got better?" Yeah, it's called spontaneous remission. It happens very rarely, but it's it's a (laughs) thing. That's impossible. No, it's very possible. The sentence that I just (laughs) clear. Oh, I just realized you're not going to give any of the credit for your daughter's treatment to me, are you? You're about to walk up. Up, she's gone. Yep, that's <laughs> yeah. That'll be spectacularly fun, and with that to look forward to, we'll bring episode thirty to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at Patreon.com/slash GodAwful, and thereby earn early access to every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoy this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can. Also, email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. All the music used in this episode was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars and was used with his permission. If you like what you hear, hear more by following the link on the show notes to this episode. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. The actor who played Evan was killed and eaten by me. (laughs) Dad made SpaghettiOs all by himself and ate them with the zebra spoon. Professor Kamen continued to teach evolution in spite of the tapped-in crying man who gave a speech about Jesus and then left the room. (laughs) 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 The finale of this stupid fucking movie. Oh, God, I hated this movie so much, dude. I mean, honestly, most of these movies I kind of enjoy, and it's kind of fun, and I hated this movie so much. I've never hated a movie so fucking much. Because, you know, like, you could argue, like, that the message was worse with, uh, with, um, if men tire you or whatever but it was so ridiculous that you couldn't even take it seriously but the fact that there's an audience for this fucking movie i mean this movie had gaffer 
actors and lighting directors and shit. This was a real fucking movie. They actually had real movie money to make this goddamn anti-site. Like, if you fu- subscribe to this fucking movie, you're, you shouldn't even be allowed to use cameras. <laughs> you Cameras, in order to work, the shit that you're arguing against has to be right. The iPhone oh. existed when this movie was written. Yes! <laughs> Someone yes! probably used an iPhone at a point of making this movie. <laughs> right. So fucking sad. I had multiple orgasms during this movie <laughs> and still did not enjoy it. Like eight fucking, or nine. Fucking looms. Hot pocket. <laughs>